International Radio. Hello, dear friends, and welcome. You're listening to Bulgaria Today, the English language podcast of the Bulgarian National Radio. As usual, we have prepared for you a summary of the leading news stories, an interview and music from this part of Europe and the world in the studio of the BNR in a very sunny and warm Sofia today. It is me, Rosita Petkova. Stay with us. The stories this Thursday. First, the leading news from the country and the weather forecast for tomorrow. Next, why is urban planning high on the election campaign agenda? We talk to architect Todor Bulev about urban landscaping of Sofia with a historical overview. And finally, in our music slot, a song blending two generations of musicians in a father and daughter new version of a popular melody. Stay with us. Bulgaria Today. First, the main news headlines on October the 12th. There is no immediate threat to Bulgaria from the war in Israel, but the government has taken preventive measures, Bulgarian Prime Minister Denkov says. The National Assembly holds a debate on the motion of no confidence against the cabinet. The 15-kilometer section of the Europe motorway from Slivnica to Drogoman has been completed. And Bulgaria Air has cancelled flights on the route Sofia-Tel Aviv-Sofia. Today, details coming up. And now the news in full. There is no immediate threat to Bulgaria, but the government has taken preventive measures, including by bolstering security at the Israeli embassy and the synagogues in this country, said Bulgaria's Prime Minister Nikolai Denkov after the extraordinary meeting of the Parliamentary President's Council convened earlier today over the war in Israel. Talking to reporters, ex-Prime Minister and GERB leader Boyko Borisov urged President Truman Radev to convene the Consultative Council on National Security over the war in Israel. The special services, the interior ministry should be extremely vigilant. We have many communities here that hate one another. We have the bomb attack at Serafovo airport. We have to be extra cautious and vigilant, Boyko Borisov said. He was critical of Prime Minister Nikolai Denko for taking part in yesterday's consultative meeting called by President Rune Radev. The reports of the services show that there is no direct threat to Bulgaria's national security at present, President Rumen Radev said at the briefing after the meeting last night. The government is killing the Bulgarian energy sector. This is a national security risk, said the chairperson of the Bulgarian Socialist Party, Cornelia Ninova, during the debate on the no-confidence motion against the government discussed in Parliament today. The motion was tabled by the Bulgarian Socialist Party, Vazrajdane Party, and there is such a people, ITN Party. ITN has demanded the resignation of Bulgaria's Minister of Energy, Rumen Radev. The cabinet must stay in power because it is setting a clear direction for this country's development. We have started reforms postponed for years. Bulgaria's Minister of Finance, Asen Vasilev, replied. Our actions have been aimed at preserving the coal-fired power plants for the sake of Bulgaria's energy security, Energy Minister Radev said from the parliamentary rostrum. 
that around 8 p.m. tonight, after today's national protest by miners and energy workers is over, an announcement will be made when the roadblocks will be lifted. Biserbinev from Podkrepa Labour Confederation at Meritza East Mines said after a meeting between protesters and the trade unions that took place on Trakia motorway earlier today. Miners and energy workers from the Maritza East Mining Complex have been blocking Trakia motorway in the region of its 208th kilometer and the Pass of the Republic for 14 days now, since they launched their protest on September the 29th. The protesters say their actions aim to protect Bulgaria's energy industry and that their protest is not political. Bulgaria's nuclear regulatory agency has obtained all documents for issuing a permit for the gradual transition of Bulgaria's Kozlodui nuclear power plant's Unit 5 to exploitation using a new kind of nuclear fuel, RWFA, produced by Westinghouse, said the agency chairman Tsanko Bocinski. Expectations are for Bulgaria to begin exporting gas extracted in the Black Sea by the year 2030 that will be sufficient for domestic use and for export as well, said Delian Dobrev, chairman of the National Assembly's Committee on Energy. In his words, probing in the Black Sea for gas in Bulgarian waters continues. Time will prove that the decision to ban shale gas extraction in Bulgaria made back in 2012 is wrong, Delian Dobrev said. The section of the Europe motorway from the town of Slivnica from the town of Dragoman has been completed. The 15-kilometer section creates conditions for faster and more complete transport connectivity with Serbia, Bulgaria's Minister of Transport Georgi Gvozdekov and the country's Minister of Regional Development Andrei Tsekov noted. By building this connectivity with Serbia, we can already say that Asia is closer to Europe, Georgi Gvozdekov pointed out. In his words, the trip from Sofia to the border crossing at Kolotne used to take hours, but in 2024 the distance will be covered in less than half an hour. In 2024 we will open the last section of the Europe motorway from Slivnica to Sofia, said Minister Gvozdekov. The Europe motorway is being built with EU funding worth 300 million euros. Due to the alarming escalation of tension surrounding the development of the military conflict on the territory of Israel, Bulgaria Air has cancelled flights on the route from Sofia to Tel Aviv, scheduled for today, Bulgaria's national air carrier announced. The cancellation of the flights is related to the highest level of risk because of the situation in the Middle East given by security experts. Meanwhile, Bulgaria's Ministry of Foreign Affairs once again has urged Bulgarian citizens in Israel to register at the embassy, whether they wish to leave Israel or not. The situation in the state of Israel remains extremely tense. That is why we advise Bulgarian citizens to refrain from traveling to Israel, the Ministry of Foreign Affairs said in an official statement. In less than half a month from now, Sofia will once again host an ATP 250 tennis tournament. 
Because of the war in Israel, Bulgaria will host a competition which was to be held in the Israeli capital Tel Aviv between November 5th and 11th. According to Spanish sources, Sofia and the Spanish city Gijon were competing to replace Tel Aviv. El Comercio Daily newspaper claims that Sofia offered 325,000 euros more than the Spanish city. The tournament will be held in Arena Sofia Hall, reported Big NS. The tournament in Sofia in the Moselle Open in the French city of Metz are the last tournaments before the 223 ATP finals. If any of the top tennis players need points to place among the top eight, there is a chance to win them in Sofia or in Metz. This morning, the Bulgarian Tennis Federation expressed concern that as the Arena Sofia Hall will be occupied in connection with the runoff of the local election in Sofia, the hosting of the ATP 250 tennis tournament might be put at risk. And now it's time for the weather forecast for tomorrow. On Friday, minimum temperatures in Bulgaria will be between 7 and 11 degrees Celsius, lower in some parts of the lowlands, as low as 4 to 3 degrees, for the capital Sofia, 7 degrees. During the day, there will be sun with temporary clouds developing from the northwest to the southeast. No precipitation is in the forecast for tomorrow. Daytime highs on Friday will range from 24 to 29 degrees Celsius for the capital Sofia's highest 25. Along the Bulgarian Black Sea coast tomorrow, the weather will be sunny with clouds in the afternoon but no rain. Temperatures of the air will be between 21 to 23 degrees. The temperature of the seawater is at 21 to 22 degrees Celsius. In the mountains, there will be sun with high clouds. Temperatures at an altitude of 1,200 meters will be at 22 degrees, above 2,000 meters at 14 degrees. On Saturday, the weather will continue warm, no precipitation or change in temperatures is in the forecast. Bulgaria today. You heard the news on Bulgaria Today. Here are the main headlines this Thursday once again. There is no immediate threat to Bulgaria from the war in Israel, but the government in Bulgaria has taken preventive measures, says Prime Minister Denkov. Expectations are for Bulgaria to begin exporting gas extracted in the Black Sea by 2030. Sofia will host again an ATP tennis tournament because of the war in Israel. The weather will stay warm until the end of the week. Stay with Bulgaria today. Our podcast continues. You're listening to Radio Bulgaria in English. Next on Bulgaria Today, why is urban planning high on the election campaign agenda for the local elections that are to take place on October the 29th? Urban planning is seen as one of the gravest problems in many Bulgarian cities. My colleague Ioan Kolev explores the issue, talking to architect Todor Bulev about the urban landscape of Sofia, where buildings of various heights are sprouting randomly. 
how it all started and why urban planning should combine social logic and equity. Stay with us to learn more. Politics. They say people should keep their doors tightly shut during local election campaigns. The streets are teeming with energetic renovations. And before you know it, someone could be asphalting your hallway or paving your garden. Banter aside, architecture, municipal infrastructure and urban planning determine the living conditions in municipalities. And this is particularly evident in big cities like Sofia. And we seek for an opinion professor and PhD architect Todor Bulev, who is a university lecturer, researcher and author of numerous urban planning projects in Bulgaria. Common city planning has become increasingly popular in the 20th century urban planning because when projects are developed individually, it increases an atmosphere of disharmony in the city. A master plan is one of that encompasses the city as a whole, explains architect Todor Bulev talking to Radio Bulgaria. The first land use plan of Sofia, although it can be conditionally called such, was commissioned immediately after the liberation of Bulgaria from the Ottoman rule in 1878. It was within the scope of the current boulevard ring, consisting of the boulevards Patriarch Hevtimi, Vasilevsky, Skobelev, Opolchenska and Slivnica, and this was the whole city at that time. Today it is the inner part of the historical heart of Sofia. Then the city began to grow and the villages around it joined, the architect explains. Then in 1938, famous architect Professor Adolf Müssmann from Dresden, Germany, designed the first urban plan of Sofia. Adolf Müssmann's 1938 city plan was made just at the time when Sofia had already reached relative stability in terms of growth. Its population was about 300 to 350,000 people, we also learned from the architect. As an extension of politics, urban planning regulates common urban spaces and imposes limits on the ambitions of individuals and institutions. Complete freedom of expression in the city is impossible and urban planning regulates the relations between people so that, as Aristotle said, they can live together with a noble purpose, explains architect Todor Bulev. The German architect reconstructed the Zarigradsko Chosse Boulevard and according to the plan, the road was to pass through the parade court of the Tsar's palace in the center of Sofia. The monarch declared that he would obey the plan. The good thing about the Musman plan is that it is very clear, and that is why it is still quoted as a reference today. But some of its ideas are more or less forgotten. The most important of these is to shape the city as a group of neighborhoods, relatively autonomous, separated by wedges of green space, with the center itself also to be separated by such green space. In a sense, this is a utopian plan, as it hardly gives way to industrial development. But this basic idea is very relevant today. 
it introduces several development zones with very clear height regulation. That is what we are lacking now, height regulation, which has almost been abandoned, and we see buildings of different heights sprouting up quite randomly in Sofia, turning the city into some kind of strange conglomerate, architect Bulev says. The Misman plan projected that Sofia's population would grow to a maximum of 500,000 people, with streets designed for about 65,000 cars. But as early as 1965, the population of Sofia had grown to over 800,000 people. In 1985, the city already had over 1 million people. Today, the population of Sofia is over 1,350,000 people. There are over 1 million registered passenger cars alone. Together with buses and vans, motor vehicles approach the number of residents in the capital Sofia. Rapid growth requires new urban planning, but unfortunately, it is constantly catching up, not leading the way. Until 2006, the urban plan of architect Luben Neikov, drawn up in 1961, was in force in Sofia. It was essentially a continuation of the Musman plan and defined the development of the city to the east and west towards the new districts of Mladost and Lulin, unkindly referred to by Sofians as bedroom cities. In 2006, the parliament approved by law a new urban plan that attempts to curb the arbitrariness of construction developers and landowners. The city is still based on the principles that people have equal rights to space, to air, to sunlight, to free access to greenery and so on. At the moment, despite the law and the existing master plan, there are many things happening in Sofia that were not envisaged in the plan at all, but construction developers have found loopholes to make them happen. One of them is the tendency to build quite tall buildings in places that are often not suitable for them, and we are overdue in creating very clear rules and criteria for assessing the exact impact of a tall building on the surrounding area. There is no such thing in Sofia yet, Todor Bulev explains. With a chuckle, Dick architect recalls how in the 1990s he talked to landowners who found the concept of urban planning absurd and asked, how come I can't do as I please on my own land? Enforcement of a law, however good or bad it may be, depends on how well the community accepts it. And make no mistake, the building of cities is largely governed by economic logic. What urban plans try to do is to reconcile that logic with social logic and social justice, the architect points out. Listing specific tall towers piercing the sky of Sofia in familiar or unfamiliar places, the conversation moved on to the topics of the city centre, the outskirts of the city and the fate of archaeology in the Serdika Sredets architectural reserve. You will be able to hear and read about all of them in the continuation of the interview with architect Todor Bulev for Radio Bulgaria.
This was a report of my colleague Yuan Kolev talking to architect Todor Bulev about urban planning and its importance in solving urban architecture problems in the Bulgarian capital. And now it's time to listen to some Bulgarian music on our podcast today. We have a song for you that brings together two generations of musicians. Stay until the end. Song of the day. The selection of our music editor Jelana Tracheva for you today is a new version of Peter Chernev's song Zaklinanie or Spell that has been released to mark the singer's 80th birth anniversary. Spell, which won the first prize at the Golden Orpheus Pop Song Festival back in 1975, has come to be perceived as Petr Chernev's most iconic song. Now the song with music by Petr Chernev and lyrics by poet Mirjana Basheva is making a comeback in a brand new arrangement. Acoustic strings, piano and cajon and the blend of the voices of the late singer himself and his daughter Jana Cherneva. Born on October 7, 1943, in Vidin, Petr Cernev graduated from the pop music department of the National Music Academy in Sofia in the class of Irina Chmichova. And it was with her that Petr Cernev first performed on stage. His career, spanning the 1970s and 1980s, brought him a host of international awards, concerts, tours and recordings in a number of countries. Petr Chernev's daughter, Jana Cherneva, set foot on stage when she was just four years old, with her father's encouragement to perform to a live audience. Jana has played the piano and sung since she was a little girl. She graduated from university in Vienna and now lives with her family in the United States, but frequently travels to Bulgaria. The new arrangement of Spell is by Alex Nushev, and it lends a new kind of freshness while preserving the emotion the song conveys. You can watch the video to the song on our website in the section music and now let's hear it on our podcast. With this song we have come to the end of Radio Bulgaria's podcast on October the 12th, dear friends. You can listen to more Bulgarian music of various genres if you just go to our website and choose the section music. And another reminder, if you're listening to this podcast on Spotify, have in mind that the songs are not available as part of the file. For copyright reasons, you can listen to all our music offerings on our website only. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Twitter as well at Radio Bulgaria English Service. And here I would like to thank those of you who have written to us so far with comments and opinions about this podcast. It's been highly appreciated and we thank you for your encouraging feedback. Our email address is english at bnr.bg. It was me, Rosita Petkova, with you today. It was a pleasure for me to be joining you from our studio in the heart of the Bulgarian capital city, Sofia, this Thursday. Thank you for being with us. National Radio.